<clears throat> Hello, and welcome to the Safe House. This is the frequency on which we broadcast our message. The institution only uses the old AM radio to broadcast. You can contact us with your Telex machine under the address S-A-F-E-Q, Safe Q. This is your host, Atalon. In recent news, the Institute has released a prediction suggesting that the Great War will end later this year. Ha! Fat chance! Such reports have been made since the start of this all, according to our archives at least, which is 1914 by our estimates. 1972, figure the difference yourselves. I'm not about to lose my hope. Such report... However, some of the men from the trenches have returned home, and despite what the Institute says, they definitely have changed. Just... Let me... Good. This is Trilby. Here is the news. Sorry, your telephone still isn't working, Ashland. However, the city official of Electrum City, Viola Winton, has released this statement. There can be nothing wrong with the men who have returned home. They have always been this way. They have always had more than two eyes. And have never spoken English. Isn't that obvious to you people? She continues saying things like, And of course their flesh is rotting. If I was raised in that kind of life, my flesh might rot also. And why wouldn't they have gills? Haven't you ever seen a man with gills? Stop staring, you racists. End quote. How strange that the one woman in power has used it in such an evil fashion. Though, related news. The feminist club of Electrum City has been shut down for not knitting enough, and that women cannot vote. Why should they vote if men can't vote? 
What is a vote exactly? How do we use them and how do we obtain them? Goodbye, Athlon. I'm off to report to more. And the boy, the bobby's on my back for some feminist work. Viola Winton. Doesn't the name just slide over one's tongue like a freshly fallen leaf onto clear waters, my Phrygian friends? Why, if she wasn't in such a vile position, I'd like to. <clears throat> Never mind. Dearest cats and Phrygian caps, the children recently chosen as innocents by the Institute were followed by an undercover agent of ours, and it appears that the innocence from their souls is being drawn up and used to power the homes and businesses of all Institute-owned areas. We are not yet aware of how to extract the innocence or find the soul in any one human, or animal for that matter. However, <clears throat> my dear cats listening in, one soul, or perhaps many, of any innocent child or beast or man is used to power all of America, excepting our headquarters of retaliation here. What? What? Oh, our dear friend Victor has written again. Listen to him as we hit the studios, hit the bar for some sassafras and pub grub. Radio is thirsty work, you know. Mmm, I sure love the crackers I got with my food ticket. Because I've been responsible, unlike some of you scoundrels out there. Which reminds me, I've been updated. On the missing building crisis that happened last time I reported to you. It seems as though the battery, and only the battery, just reappeared. The bakers were in it, but absolutely terrified, and all the bread and the pastries and all food in the building was gone. The culprits truly must have been hungry, though for what I do not know. The Italian baker, known to the citizens of Baby Lamp City as Epifanio, was whispering in a choky voice, Oh, the innocence! Oh, my innocence! Then he vomited a black liquid. Blood, maybe? I would hope not, or it would mean great consequences. <laughs> I pray to you, my dear listeners, that we may escape this, and that the hung lays hungry innocence will escape with us. Could this be yet another scheme by the institution? to decrease power cost and innocence rate? I can't say it is working out for us here at the retaliation at all. If this goes successfully, I may die. However, a new radio station supporting our cause perchance pops up, but she seems to be working alone, but also on FM. 
She calls herself the Phrygian Femme. This is strange, though, Phrygian listeners, for none other than our, our own FM station is possible to find, or even owned. We had to raid the institution ourselves to find one. She does not sound, nor does she admit to having stolen one from the institution. Perchance she worked for the institution, damnable they are, herself. Maybe they are attempting to move the stretch away from this hideous war. Some of the soldiers that have returned home less mentally stable have begun to work on a shrine to the institution and the military. They boast that all those who would dare oppose the power and might of such organizations need be put down. It tickles me to think that the institution believes they can bring me down. You cats think I'm too hep to react to that, right? Right? It's a strange thing. I, however, not living close to the city cannot tell, but already can I hear the cries of those in danger and the cries of joy of those gaining newfound power. Well, it's time for me to go today. Goodbye, Phrygian cats in Phrygian traps. As a warning, Phrygian friend, then join us or go home. You can't die. You can't not die unaligned. The Institute will come after you. Retaliation is produced by Eamon Bracken. This episode has been written by Eamon Bracken and Noah Eichler. Creative Commons 2014. If you are open to voicing Trilby or Victor, Trilby preferably a woman, and Victor preferably someone who can pull off or even has some type of Eastern European or Russian accents, please comment on our archive page by searching Retaliation Podcast on archive.org. Comment or review there and tell us or email, or Skype, or some way we can contact you if you are interested. <laughs>